Hey everyone, welcome to BU Only Better or BYOB Audio. This podcast was started to help listeners like you find a way to be your best self, but not change who you are. We want you to be the best you while on your journey to a happier and more fulfilling life. Tune in to hear personal stories of how people face their fears and overcome their struggles to become a better version of themselves. Thank you for tuning in and hope you enjoy. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of BYOB Audio. Last episode featured Aaron, a man who has experienced the darkest of times, but has dedicated his life to giving back to the community by helping other men and youth who have struggles around domestic violence. His episode was all about the importance of self-love and how that perspective changed his life after being given a second chance. A truly touching story that you've got to check out. Today I have the honor of introducing a fellow team member who has been working with me for almost a year. Bertha was born in Andrews but raised in Odessa and graduated from Permian in 96. Married with three children, she actually spent most of her time working in the medical field, but she eventually found her way to her new passion, massage therapy. She currently practices at the YMCA of Odessa and, of course, Revival Float Spa. So without further ado, Bertha, welcome to the show. Hi, Josh. Hi, everyone. As all of our listeners know, we always start the show off with a unique shot of wisdom. So what do you have for our listeners today? Be positive, not only in just this time that we're all going through this together, but any other day, you know, just staying positive, having a positive mindset that things can get better and things will get better if we just put our mindset in that positive thinking. I know sometimes we can get bogged down by what's being said on the radio, on the news, you know, it just makes you think like everyone says it's going to get worse before it gets better. And sometimes that's the way it is. But if we just have a positive mindset that things will get better, I mean, we just take it one day at a time and make the best of that day that we're given. Yeah, I think that's absolutely right. No matter what what is happening, you know, we're all going to go through it. So we might as well have a positive mindset about it rather than being maybe a Debbie Downer or anything. Mm -hmm. So how do you stay positive? In my faith. I mean, just thinking that, you know, God is the one that's ultimately in control. I know a lot of people tend to blame, but things just happen. You know, this is the world that we live in. Viruses, bacteria, you know, everything else that goes on in the world. Ultimately, he has his hand upon us. And that's what keeps me going every day, just being positive and knowing that he's the one that's in control. Definitely. That's great. So now that we've taken our shot and we shared that with the audience, it's time to get into your story. And let's, oh. uh, yeah, let's go ahead and share a little bit more about you. So take us to a time that you would consider was your biggest struggle. Yeah, I had both my parents until I was 15. And thank God both of them are still alive. But when I was 15, you know, my father just decided to up and walk out one day. Didn't give a reason why. He had always worked out of town. He was always in the oil field and oil field related jobs. And so always worked out of town, worked out of state as well. You know, sometimes he'd be gone for a month or so, would call and say, hey, you know, I'm doing all right. This is where I'm at. He'd send money, you know, kind of thing. So he was really, really never around. But when he was, you know, he was only around for a few weeks at a time and then he'd leave. And then one day he just finally left and never came back. And it was probably about 10 years after that when I finally heard from him. And I mean, I did struggle with that for quite some time, probably some years after he left, you know, because then it was just myself, my sisters, my brother, and we just had to go from there. You know, my mom is the one that held us together, my grandparents, until they passed away, that that was my family. And I really did struggle with that a lot. But ultimately, you know, I left it in God's hands and just gave it unto him and said, you know what, let it be what it what it may be. And 
just prayed for him, said, well, you know, if that's what he wanted, then that's what he wanted. And he left and that was his choice and there's nothing we can do about it. Yeah. And finally, just just able to forgive him after I spoke to him. You know, I I was kind of uh, upset when he first called because he just called like I had just talked to him yesterday. And when he called after that, I just let it go. Years passed. There's nothing I could do about it. Yeah, I think there's a lot to take in here. I'm so sorry that, you know, that happened to you. I'm so glad that also that you had family, you know, your siblings and, you know, your mother and you said grandparents. So I know that that was like a super tough time, especially being 15. You know, you're really hormonal and already dealing with a lot of those other things that teenagers yeah. have to deal with. So, I mean, I know that that wasn't easy. And you said you turned to family, but I mean, what were some of the other things that you turned to in terms of coping? Friends as well. You know, I also had other friends that didn't have both parents. So it's kind of like we were all in the same boat. But then I did have a cousin, you know, her family took me in, which is my mom's brother. I kind of had my mom and dad there with my aunt and my uncle. So on weekends, you know, I'd spend a lot more time with my cousin. We would do things, you know, that normal families should do together, you know, going out to dinner, stuff like that. My, my aunt and uncle really took me in at that time. Having a family that really cared for you, I mean, you're super blessed to be able to have that. Definitely, thank you for sharing. So that really explains, you know, the strong character that you have today. So, I mean, what are some of the other things that you learned from, you know, just having to deal with something like that? Not everyone has, you know, the perfect family. Not everyone has a mom and dad. Some people grew up you know, without parents, they grew up with grandparents, or they grew up in a foster home, you know, or they grew up being adopted by someone else. So I just know that we're, we don't live in a perfect world. So it's not always perfect. Somebody always has a struggle. You just never really know until you get to know that person. Yeah. So that's why I wanted to start this podcast too, is just knowing that other people are struggling or have been through worse things than just being stuck at home. I think that really helps give us all perspective that, hey, we're going to get past this. This is going to pass. And we can use the strength that we gained from overcoming those types of things to overcome this, right? Yeah. You are only as strong as the struggles you face. And, you know, I've always known that you've had a strong character and a strong faith and definitely applaud you for, you know, maintaining that and always being a positive light. So, you know, thank you for doing that. And now I kind of see why. But yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. In terms of what you do, when did you realize that massage was your passion? About three years ago, both my daughters, you know, ran track and cross country, but my youngest daughter had some issues with her knee. So took her to the doctor because she just kept complaining about it, gave us a referral for physical therapy. So we went and just having physical therapy at least three times a week. And one of them was massage. They were, you know, doing cold and, and uh, warm therapies. And then they would massage and do some, some cupping and different things, you know, all to do with massage as well. So I was like, man, I could be doing that at home. <laughs> Not knowing, of course, there is more to it, you know, knowing your muscles and all that. My father-in-law's wife, she's a massage therapist. She's been a massage therapist for about 15 years now. And I was telling her what type of therapies my daughter was, you know, having done. And she's like, oh, massage, you could be doing that. She's like, you should look into the program. And I was like, okay, well, I thought about it. And I was like, well, I could go to school and work at the same time. And knowing that, you know, that their course was in the evening. So I was like, that's something that I could do and still work. So I looked into the program and that's how I got into massage. Awesome. So was there anything in particular while you were going through the program 
that just really solidified it for you. You know, a lot of times people get interest from either having been hurt themselves or mm -hmm. they see somebody that's hurt. Was there anything like that that just really grabbed you and said, oh, I really want to do this? Yeah, uh, one of our instructors, Stacy, she was dealing a lot more with athletes, bodybuilders, people, you know, that uh, were into fitness. So she did a lot more sports massage and just talking with her and working with her really opened that door for me because I was like, okay, you know, first of all, I thought massage was like, oh, okay, just more relaxation, you know, kind of de-stress. Yeah, if you had, you know, maybe a mild injury or whatnot, you know, just from working out. But once she taught her portion, then I was like, okay, this can go more into sports related massage. And of course, you know, since I enjoy doing CrossFit, I have come upon, you know, a lot of people that I've worked out with or just met in passing that do CrossFit uh, benefit, you know, from massage as well. Oh, yeah, definitely. So I've always known that you've had a heart to help people coming from the medical field and then going into massage therapy does require a certain type of person. So yeah, um, I think that that's great. All right. So especially with all of the stuff that's going on now, you know, I think it's incredibly important to stay excited about something and be positive. What is something that's got you intoxicated about today? Really, I mean, it's been massage, just trying to keep up with everything that's going on as far as like in the massage world, you know, a lot of people enjoy cupping. So of course, you know, I've been keeping up trying to watch videos. I've had a lot of women approach me because they find out that cupping can help with cellulite. So of course, you know, they want to get rid of that cellulite in the back of the legs, you know, and so I explained to them the whole cupping thing with, you know, cellulite and all that and help break that up. So really just more, I guess, more of an aesthetic point is what I've been trying to research and just watch videos or how to use cupping in that sense. That's awesome. I love that, you know, your passion is massage and that you're still super excited about learning more about it. So I think that's great. And I know that once we get back to working, you're going to be, you know, well equipped and ready to start helping people again, yeah. right? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Alrighty. So now it's time for our sips of success. This is just some questions for our audience to get to know you a little bit better. So who is your biggest hero? I would say my mom. She's always shown strength. I've never really seen her, you know, like in a bad mood or down about anything. I mean, if she is, she doesn't show it or if she does it behind closed doors with no one around, you know, she's always shown strength. Well, shout out to your mom for raising an amazing woman. I think she did an amazing <laughs> job with you and your family, especially doing it by yourself. So what is your favorite way to de-stress? Of course, working out, either doing some kind of CrossFit exercise or CrossFit uh, workout of the day or running and you know, just putting on some headphones and just run. If it's running in my neighborhood, running on the street or taking it to UTPB, you know, going on the trail. I like to trail run and there's not very many trails around here. So uh, usually I'll take that dirt trail run in the uh, UTPB. So kind of get lost there in the mesquite. Awesome. What was the best advice given to you that helped you through a tough time? Pretty much every Sunday with my pastor. <laughs> He's very positive as well. Even with everything that's going on, we've been viewing our services via live stream on Sundays and Wednesdays. And he says God has a plan. And I mean, that's always something that he's always preached that God will work it out in the end. He will work it out. It's pretty much like every service, you know, he's always got something to say that God will take you through, but he'll bring you through, you know, so kind of just my pastor, even though he hasn't said it to me personally, but I feel like in his teaching or his preaching for that day, he's been talking to me, maybe right. to everyone else as well. But I always feel like he's always talking to me. So message received then, right? Yeah. 
Yes. Cool. Okay, go ahead and share one of your personal habits that helps you be your best self. Routine always helps, especially right now in this time, you know, I was used to waking up at 4.30 in the morning, getting ready to go to hit the gym at five o'clock and then coming home, having my coffee, breakfast, taking my daughter to school and just staying in that routine. And that's pretty much what I've tried to do now. I may sleep in a little later. Usually I get up by about 5.45, 6 o'clock. Oh, a little later. Yeah, a little later. (laughs) (laughs) At least an hour later, you know. Okay. You know, I was used to going to bed at 9 o'clock, and then now I've pushed it back to about 10 o'clock. Oh, quite the um, rebel. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So just tweaking the routine just a little bit, but of course, you know, still going to bed at a certain time and waking up at a certain time. Uh, or at, try to be consistent is really what it is. Um, same thing, you know, getting a little workout in, still sticking with a routine, you know, coffee, breakfast, seeing what needs to be done for the day, if it be at laundry, going to the grocery store, and then still being consistent with meals, still trying to keep that healthy mindset as well, you know, just because we're sitting on the couch a lot more, then we need to be eating a lot less. <laughs> right, right. Or if we're not eating less, at least more healthy, throwing in that spinach in our salad. There you go. Uh, yeah. Throwing in that spinach in our smoothie, you know, or even if it's not spinach, you know, kale, something, something healthy. So yeah, very cool. So how do you define happiness and success? I would say when I put a smile on someone's face, it being just offering something encouraging, encouraging word, being positive, saying you can do it. And then in turn, they say I can do it. Then that makes me happy. Knowing that I've put a smile on their face or made them feel better is happiness to me. And success? Believing that I have made it through, that I can make it through, knowing that I can and knowing that I will and whatever I do at work or at home. Very cool. All right. So... We are now approaching last call, and this is your chance to share any last minute advice for our listeners and go ahead and finish with the best way for people to connect with you. Uh, Well, they definitely can connect with me, you know, uh, sending an email through revivalfloatspa.com. And hopefully, you know, this won't be too much longer that, you know, they can call and make an appointment with me. Definitely excited to have this hurdle jumped over and continue. Uh, Hopefully not continue uh, life as before, maybe better. I hope a lot of people take this and maybe make some changes, realizing that life is precious and some people don't get to enjoy that from here on out, being that they got sick and couldn't continue or they've lost a loved one, you know, just cherishing times with friends and family and of course, you know, not taking for granted, you know, this struggle, having a big party afterwards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of I'm... more than 10 people. <laughs> right. uh, and maybe we'll just maintain three feet of distance instead of six. Yeah, and wash your hands more regularly, of course, and yeah. cover your cough and sneeze into your sleeve awesome bertha i think that was great advice great way to finish the show i really appreciate your time and your words of wisdom all right well thanks josh for having me thank you for tuning in to another episode of byob audio we hope you found something valuable from the story shared today make sure you subscribe and share with someone who may need to hear something from this podcast we'll see you next time but here's to you and your journey to a happier and more fulfilling life cheers